Hello everyone, and today we will be studying the Mishnayot for Wednesday, February 16th, the 9th and 10th Mishnah in the 6th chapter in Mesechet Peah. The previous Mishnayot discussed various cases where it is not considered forgotten produce. One of the cases uh, was where the thing that you left was so large uh, that it's not included in the laws of Shechicha. So here the Mishnah discusses the following case, Sa'at Akura. Well, we have spoken on many times. There's two types of shechicha. There is one where you forgot the bundle in the field. And then there's the other type of shechicha where you just completely forgot to even cut it in the first place. So the mission is telling us that let's say you have uncut produce plus bundled up produce that were both forgotten. And when you size them up together, it equals tusa'am. It equals that volume that is not included in the laws of shechicha. Here, it is considered shechicha because we do not combine the uncut produce with the leftover bundle. So the Mishnah says like this, You have a sa'a of tvo that was uprooted already and it was bundled and the sa'a that wasn't uprooted or cut. Same thing with the tree or hashum v'habetselem. Or likewise, you know, with garlic and onion. You had sort of the picked onions next to the unpicked onions. Says the Mishnah, It does not equal two sa'a. It still belongs to the poor person. So in other words, the only time you could have a very large volume being excluded from the laws of Shekha, if it's from either only uncut produce or left over bundles in the field. Continues the Mishnah, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi seems to argue, and he says, In ba'at rishus ha'ani ba'am He says, the only time these two Shekhachas will not be combined is if there's rishut ha'ani in the middle. What does it mean, Rishut Ani? If let's say there was Leket, right? Leket is the dropped produce. If that separates between the forgotten bundle and the forgotten standing grain, then in Mitzdafrin, it does not combine. Vim Lav, but if not, then it does combine. So again, he says that, that really uncut produce and bundled forgotten produce can be combined to equal the large amount that is not included in the laws of Shekha. The only time it will not be combined if the Ani, if the poor person happens to have, if there happens to be fallen produce right there in the middle, so that sort of cuts up, um, the, the sort of cuts it up and creates a separation between the two things on either side, and therefore they are not combined. Says the next Mishnah, Mishnah Yur, The Mishnah says that the only things that a poor person gets to take are forgotten produce meant for food. However, if the produce is not meant for food, now you'll ask, well, what could produce possibly be meant for? So the Mishnah says, Let's say this grain is designated for fodder, like for feed, you know, for, um, again, for food. Or la'aluma, or it was, this grain was going to be used to bundle other, tivua, other grain. Or like shoots of garlic that were also designated for binding other things. Or you had sort of small bundles that you were still planning on including in a larger bundle. The point is that this stuff was not ready to eat. It says the Mishnah, They're not subject to the laws of Shechicha. Uh, and therefore, if the owner of the field forgot them, the owner may retrieve them. As what the Mishnah is telling us is Shechicha applies only to produce that will be eaten by people. So, grain that's harvested for animal feed and grain harvested to bind other stocks is not subject to Shechicha. Concludes the mission of Let's say you have a vegetables 
like loof, garlic, and onions. Now, what is loof? It's not so clear. Apparently, it's some sort of type of onion. So a lot of the times, this onions, even if it's edible, grows hidden into the ground. Rabbi Huda says, Elam Do laws of forgotten produce apply? Because the way the commentaries explain, depending how you read the Pasuk, some understand that the what is forgotten has to be revealed. And some say, no, it doesn't have to be revealed. Uh, even if it is hidden in the ground, it could still be subject to the laws of Shechacha. Okay. That concludes our study of Meshach for the day. As always, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study some Torah.